everybody, and welcome to another episode of Horror Comics Podcast. This is episode number 23. Um, I mean, it should be 25, 26, but I mean, Jesus, I we've re-recorded this episode a couple times because it, it's been the process of recording for some reason my computer has just I don't know if I've ever talked about my technology curse but my computer um is just it's doing all kinds of crazy shit I um yeah have figured out how to do multi-track recording and I've successfully done it and we've done this episode for some reason a couple of times and I'm recording the same way I always have and the multi-track Part of it goes away, and there's something wrong with the stereo track that has both, uh, you know, both of our mics in it, and one's way too low, and one's, it's just been a whole thing. But anyway, figured this one out, um, not quite the way I wanted to, didn't get the multi-track, but I was able to level out, you know, our audio uh, to the best of my abilities, and it's, um, you know, it is what it is, but it sounds much better, so... um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to talk to Joey um, again about these books, and we uh, there's we're going to kind of switch some things around when it comes to these books. Um, we in one of the episodes we recorded, we covered two books that had already come out, but those recordings were lost, and they we're actually I think going to drop one of the books just because it wasn't that good anyway. It, in our minds, we we're like, why why dig into it if we don't like it? And then the second issue that came out, and we were, that just kind of like solidified it. But um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the Lolo Woods number two and Basketful of Heads number four from DC Comics uh, Black Label imprint imprint of Jailhouse Comics. Um, but before we do that. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I've got um, a book. The next uh, episode that I do uh, is going to be a kind of back what I used to do. And it's uh, Harvey Horror's Collected Works Chamber of Chills Volume 1. And I'm going to do the first issue from that, which, of course, uh, going back to the way things used to be, the first issue is issue 21. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to. That's from, and it's, you know, that's from uh, 1951. Uh, and it goes through that. But, um, and uh, oddly enough, it has a forward by Joe Hill. So, what do you know? Anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing the next uh, episode, old school style. But uh, for this episode, we're digging into a couple of newer horror books. Um, so, uh, before we go over to the books, I do want to. Uh, give a shout out. You can go in my show notes. Uh, if you go down to the bottom, you can check out Nightmare Threads. Uh, they sell like horror t-shirts and memorabilia and whatnot. And it's not just horror, but obviously that's what we're here for. And I got this awesome Michael Myers t-shirt. Uh, it's for a Halloween 2 like photo still or whatever on the shirt. And uh, it's fantastic. So I'm a big fan of that. There's actually a link to that shirt down there. But if you go and you if you click the links and you buy through those links, you're actually going to be helping out the show. And they were cool enough to give us a a discount code, a coupon code. So if you go through those links uh, or not, please do. But if you go to the website and order in general and type in the coupon code Horror Comics, all one word, all caps. Horror comics, you're going to get 5% off of your order. And, uh, you know, that's awesome. Every little bit that you can just not spend 
is fantastic. So please, please go check that out. Uh, again, it's doing it's it's doing me a big favor, and I appreciate that. So, without further ado, let's get into some horror comics. Yeah, the other night I actually learned how to play "Power of Love" on the guitar. It's such a great riff. Nice, yeah, yeah. The part it's funny, like "Power of Love" is funny because like the part that everyone I think remembers or like hums or whatever is like the like the horn parts or whatever. And like oh, yeah. that guitar riff is just moving, and like I feel like no one it's ever really great. thinks about that. Like that thing is no, just kind of grinding up and down the neck there, giggity. Yeah, I know because it's almost like it's almost like acoustic too during the verses, and then it goes right into power chords, like it, for the for the um, yeah for the the chorus and everything. It's great. Yeah, absolutely, man, dude. Huey Huey Lewis, and in like oh, it's probably very cliche, but like American Psycho. Like now, anytime I think yeah. of Huey Lewis, I don't think of back to the future uh, immediately i think of fucking patrick bateman like yeah. <laughs> talking like with hip to be square and like killing uh was it jared leto's character in that scene that he was talking about huey lewis or, or whichever character it was but yeah i think so yeah yeah but the, the um the phil collins album from that movie didn't come out until a year later wait really yeah Yep, that's one of the one of the I guess bloopers or what you want to call that about the movie is that that Phil Collins album didn't come out until a year later after that was that uh, movie took place. Huh. Great album though. I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the the album that the Phil Collins album that was talked about. He, in he, there, I guess. Yeah, that was one. Uh, man, I can't remember the name of it, but he was taught. He was um he talked about it a few times in the in the movie. Huh. That's very interesting. That's cool. I'll have to check that out because I have no idea. Which one? Uh, but that's yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie too. Yeah, same here. Okay, just before we get into the books, uh, okay, I just saw that they're doing a. Well, they don't want to refer to it as a remake or a reboot. It's a uh, reimagining of uh, Anaconda. What did you ever? Did you see that movie like back in the day? Back in the day, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That was, uh, I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, I mean, snakes are scary. They really are. I hate snakes, um, mm-hmm. especially giant ones. But so like, as a kid, I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrifying. But of course, like into my adulthood, I'm like, the, it's cheesy. I mean, sure, the idea of it oh, is terrifying. But like the movie itself, it's like, yeah, whatever. Um, it's uh, a, you can John have fun. Boyd. Yeah. John Boyd Ice Cube, isn't it, right? Was it Ice Cube? Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez, Eric Stoltz yeah. was in it. Uh, no telling who else that we were just like forgetting. Um, exactly. But it's just funny. I'm like, it's weird to see them remaking movies from I mean, what year did that come out? What, 98, 99? Yeah, something like that. It's, yeah, I was in high school. It's so, so, yeah, around so weird to see like remakes of, I don't know, movies that were made like when I was a kid, but not that young. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's so strange, but, uh, yeah, but you know, they're going to make it like more serious though. And not as cheesy. They're probably going to make it more, I guess, horrorish or, you know, darker and you know, not, yeah. not, as, not as cheesy as the original. Yeah. It's not about the snake. It's about the journey <laughs> and the characters. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, Hey, I'm down for it. I mean, I'm here for it. It's just, it's so weird. Like it's such a random movie. It seems like to like, be like, Oh, we're going to remake. Uh, let's see. What do we got? I think it's Sony. Okay, what do we have in our in our library that we could uh, cash in on? Oh yeah, Anaconda. Anaconda. That's the one. <laughs> like, I don't know. They could go either way. They could be super serious and uh, do like a Joker type thing, 
and except it's like yeah. the anaconda's backstory and like how it was mistreated, you know? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. the anaconda's society. Could you do me a favor? <laughs> Call me Conda. Um, but though it's like, or they could totally play into the like the whole Sharknado like that whole thing. I don't know who oh. knows, you know? Yeah, it had to been a, a hell of a sales pitch though. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, what? There's some some meeting. Some guy is just like, you know what, Anaconda. I'm like Tom, you're a genius. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> Give him promote. A yeah, <laughs> promote this man. Um, yeah. The uh, it's it's like I guess or not really so much Sharknado with, with like the Piranha when they did the Piranha movie and like that one got a sequel. It was just very like they had a bunch of comedians and stuff like comedians and yeah, porn, they embraced it and porn they stars it. and stuff apparently. Yeah. To yeah. like make it this kind of tongue in cheek. Terry Connell was in that, right? Yeah, and Adam Scott, and again, no telling who else. Uh, well, but of course, um, freaking, uh, oh my God, what's his name from the original Jaws? He reprised basically his role. Uh, Dreyfus, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus, uh, was like in that opening scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, he gets sucked down into the, the tube or whatever, and that releases it. But like, I guess you could go that route. But I mean, I don't know. Who knows? It was just a weird piece of like, but why news um, in this sort of horror realm? But uh, but uh, okay, like we can jump into books. But uh, you you uh, you sipping on anything tonight or what? What's going on? Oh yeah, I got uh, I got yeah. some Carmenere. It's a uh, wine. Ooh, Carmenere. What pray tell is this? Well, so Carmenere is a grape. It's a varietal of a, a grape, and they actually thought it was extinct for like a hundred years. Damn. Um, back in the 1800s, there was this thing called phylloxera. It was this tiny little aphid that was just tearing apart the roots of the uh, the vineyards, uh, of the uh, the vines, the grapevines, and it just spread all throughout Europe. It's native to uh, to New England. It's native to the New England area. Um, but it, it because the grapevines over here that you buy, you know, Concord grapes and stuff that you buy in the supermarkets eat, because they evolved to uh, to live with this aphid. Um, it didn't affect those the, those grapevines, but when it was brought over to Europe, they just started chewing on the roots, and it just spread throughout Europe. It was a huge problem huh. um, that they they and of course back then they didn't know what it was. They, they just thought there was just some kind of disease just killing all these all these grapevines, and so they thought that Carmenere was just gone forever. Um, and they really didn't care because it was more of a blending grape. You know, it yeah. um, it, it 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 had a you know it it budded in a certain part of the year and it, it, um, it ripened in a certain part of the year. Um, it, it, so it would be, it was just a small blending grape. It wasn't that important. So everybody's like, yeah, whatever coming year is gone forever. You know, who cares? Um, but then when they were doing uh, DNA testing back in 1994, you know, they were DNA, they were cataloging everything back then uh, for DNA. And they found that uh, the Merlot in Chile was actually Carmenere. And they always just thought that some of this Merlot from Chile just tasted a little bit different. It's similar to Merlot, but it's got a little more like green pepperiness to it. Um, it it's just a little different from Merlot. Um, but it turns out it, it was in Chile the whole time. So you're basically drinking an extinct grape when you drink Carmenere. Oh. Um, yeah, it's okay. pretty cool. Highfalutin. Highfalutin. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, How about I, yourself? I have got uh, – it is uh, – I'm drinking a beer. It's a uh, rogue yellow snow. It's uh, and it describes itself as a pilsner brewed with Oregon spruce tips. If you can imagine, uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> I know that it tastes delicious. And uh, you know, 
That's it is all what that it matters. Is. <laughs> and uh, for backups, depending on how long this goes, I've got a. Uh, I tell oh, you not to eat the yellow snow, though. Yeah, apparently you just drink yeah. it. I, I don't know. It, yeah. The name is very off-putting, but my wife found it and was like, hey, I got this on a whim. Let's try it. And I was like, damn, it's really good. Nice. Um, I, I actually got like a little mini fridge up here. I found it on clearance at Walmart. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, yeah, I'll take that. So it's probably dangerous, yeah. but, you know, or awesome. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so in there well, for backup, I've got uh, Rolling Rock, which is the first beer I ever tried in my life. And then for some reason, someone was drinking Miller Lite. Um, like tall boys, like, mm-hmm. you know, in case the regular size can, I guess wasn't, wasn't enough. You needed a tall boy, which is fine. Uh, they left it here though. So I'm like, well, you know what? I'll have this. So, uh, but yeah, right now I'm enjoying the good stuff, but uh, you know, I, I, I suppose we should, uh, why, why put it off? What, uh, what do you want to start with, man? What, what should we walk through first? Well, I think we should, we should probably start with the Lolo woods. Okay. Just because I'm here enjoying my wine, and before I have too much, since I'm going to be the one leading off on this, yeah, and there's a lot going on here, we'll start off with that. Dude, and I hate, man, like, okay, so full disclosure for anybody listening, I, I don't have this copy of a copy of this book in front of me. Um, I think we whittled it down to, I probably, what I read to prepare for it was I read the review copy several times. Um but DC doesn't leave the review copies for download anymore. You basically, they expire, uh, which is very inconvenient for podcasts, as you actually were the one to point out um, off the air. But still, it's like, all right, well, what if the schedule isn't, you know, just for this week? I guess it's kind of like too bad because here's free comics for a little bit. But either way, hard to complain, but still, I complain. Um, and I feel good about it, you know. I feel fine complaining about that. Uh, so written, written reviews, you written reviews, you want them out that day for like podcasts and stuff. You don't know when you're gonna be able to get around. To. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like, well, sh- shit. Um, but either way, I I have read the uh, book. Now it's been a few weeks, a couple weeks, or whatever. I have read it several times, but I've got your review, your wonderful wonderful review here uh, from WeirdScienceDCComics.com yeah, right. up where you walk through. So I've got the, the summary of events here and uh, we can, I'll, I'll follow along with you, man. You might just have to describe because it, it goes back to the first issue. They kind of give some callbacks some whatnot at the end. So we might have to kind of in detail describe that sort of last page there. Um, oh yeah. Like, Cause like I said, it's, it's been a little while for me. So a refresher on that will help. But uh, yeah, this issue is interesting. So what, uh, yeah, t- take us there, man. All right. So now, actually, the the first issue is actually through L's point of view, and this one is actually right. being narrated by V. Um, so it switches off between characters here, um, and, and it actually goes back to a memory for when they first met, and they're both in the woods, like randomly. Uh, v was actually in the woods doing her homework, and L is just kind of messing around. She's got a knife, and she actually cuts a tree, and like the tree starts bleeding. Mm. Which I that was I didn't know if she cut her cut her finger and she was wiping her blood on it, but it actually looks like she cut the tree, like carving her initials in there, and it looks like it starts to bleed. Yeah, and she like touches it. And she's like, "What the hell's going on here?" Which um, which is okay. New new question number one to just add to the tally as we go through this issue. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm just gonna keep a little tab yeah. of like, okay, what does this mean? All right, moving along. What's this mean? But anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> There's a lot of those with uh, this series so yeah. far, and it's only two books in. Right. Um, 
but then like this this guy comes out of the woods out of nowhere and it's like this, this guy that has no skin it's like yeah. his muscles like and uh and they even they even say that they've heard of these things before but they've never seen them so this is something that's happened in this town before yeah um, like what so it, it it starts going after after v and l comes up behind behind this thing and stabs him in the back and he runs away and he jumps into this the um the sinkhole that goes into the mines that are on fire yeah and there's later on there's some i got a question of, later on about this guy but yeah they say that like this is something that so this is something that's been happening they, then they've heard of these things before but they've never seen them yeah uh, and yeah and um so yeah see I, i'm just glad i'm just glad that uh that you had that knife and she says uh, v says it was a gift for my dad he said that everyone should carry a knife because you never know and v's like never know what exactly and they're looking into the sinkhole with the smoke coming out and everything and then it, we see for the first time that they introduce themselves there's octavia and l and for the first time they get uh v gets on the back of l's bike which is what they do now she drives them around drives around everywhere and they yeah. leave the woods and say they should never go back and then you go back to the present day and apparently uh so we left off where we left off on the last one was um something happened to L's, uh, V's finger and then her girlfriend Jessica there was like that portal within her stomach when she was sleeping yeah which was yeah, which was really weird and here it even says that um, I don't know what happened but uh, V and Jessica just aren't talking to each other anymore it says Jesus my hand hurts like hell when Jessica decides she's talking to me again I'm gonna make her kiss it so and she has like this wrap around her finger so you know her, her hand was hurt it still hurts and apparently whatever happened after between this issue and the other one Jessica and her are, aren't talking anymore but they, they show up at the movie theater where that incident happened in the first issue and uh, of course you know Elle is still pissed off and she runs in there and starts interrogating Josh who's acting creepy again yeah um, and then he she starts asking him questions um, you know that that in saying that they weren't there the whole time because the, there was mud on their shoes after they when they woke up from falling asleep. Yeah. Um, that and he said uh, you were he gives her this creepy look. He's like, "There's no way you could know that." And she's like, "Oh," and he's like, "You are so thirsty in heaven." Like, what the fuck does yeah. that mean? She's right. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, "Nothing. Get out of my way. I have to do some work." And um, and so they they just leave and they they they're going through this uh, the cemetery. And she starts talking about uh, how Shudder to Think is an uh, extremely unhealthy relationship with its dead. Starts going over like just how um, everybody in this graveyard is basically a sacrifice to this town and how they died in the mines or swallowed by sinkholes or dead of carbon monoxide poisoning or suicides, but no murder victims. Nobody's ever been murdered. Um, and... Uh, so it says sacrificing yourself is like setting the world's noblest bear trap. It catches the people near you and doesn't let them go. Sacrifice is selfish like that. And then here's the thing. It says um, the bodies in the cemetery have been falling into the abyss since before I was born. There's nothing underneath the tombstones anymore. Just loss. Is that guy who came out one of these dead bodies or is it a minor? Is it one of the miners that's just lost their mind, or is it like um, re- <laughs> like a zombie that kind of had a skin burned off, and you know? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like I was like trying to. There's not really much sense to be made out of what he's like 
trying to say when he's speaking because it's just like like that it's just it's nothing you know so or he uh, has to try to attack her maybe to like help me right yeah so i don't yeah. i don't really know what to make of it you know what i mean it's just one of those things they don't really give you they don't really give you much when it comes to that so yeah it, well the same thing with the deer in the first one that deer thing yeah these weird things just keep randomly popping up yeah and like they you do have the the rabbit seems to be the rabbit that's following them seems to be a consistent sort of detail mm-hmm. though but yep yes it is um so let's see so they both go home um and it looks like yeah so they both go home and then uh l actually takes their dog to a looks like a retirement home and so that they do is they bring this dog so they can have you know um, pet the dog and have some, you know, play with the dog and all that, and um, kind of like a therapy dog. It seems like her therapy dog, basically, uh, yeah, yeah, in a way. Yep. And she meets with this one older woman, and she who tells her a story of how her son died, and he was just out in the backyard years and years ago, out in the backyard just playing with the truck. Oh and God, oh, yeah. Sinkhole just opened up, and there was nothing she could do about it. Her son's just gone, went right into the sinkhole and died. And they had to like pull her away from the sinkhole um, while she's just crying. It was just, you know, really sad. Um, but yeah. they decide to go to, well, with the whole heaven thing, what, what did they say about heaven? What did uh, Josh say? Uh, you were you were so thirsty in yeah. heaven. So they're trying, they were, earlier they were trying to think about what that meant. But there is a, there was a party that night at an abandoned place called Heaven on Earth with all, you know, all the kids. I don't know if it was a resort or some, like. Yeah, it seemed like a, like a, like a. Uh, abandoned like hotel or something like that i, I don't yeah. know yeah yeah um so you know they're all outside they get the bonfire going um and of course you know there's people on the inside too and uh, this abandoned place um there's two girls playing like patty cake and singing <laughs> and saying some creepy stuff here um, but she actually goes v actually goes into the abandoned building it's all beat down um there's uh somebody's getting a blowjob in there Looks yeah, like, like there's a girl that's on drugs, uh, but there's these these blue mushrooms, yeah, growing everywhere. And they, she went in there to collect these blue mushrooms so she could bring them back to school and use the lab to analyze them. Well, okay, so this is another weird thing that's going yeah. on in this town. And, and okay, so if I'm maybe I'm remembering wrong, but wasn't there some sort of was there any context for the blue mushroom thing, or was that the first time that we're seeing or hearing of it? Was when she goes to find it very first time okay for some reason i thought like there was some mention of something like that but like okay so that okay gotcha there might have been i might have missed it yeah it's funny though because like mushrooms are weird because they're basically dicks the yeah. enti- the entirety of the fungus is underground the mushrooms are just the part you can see it's a reproductive organ they call the toad toadstool the fruiting body gross but also kind of cool <laughs> 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 I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So she collects that, and then she brings it outside, and and shows, uh, she shows L, and L's like, ah, oh, that's disgusting, and you know, she says she's going to bring it to school and get it analyzed, and then they start talking about school and what they're going to do about college, and they should start applying, and L, the same thing as the last issue, where she's like, you know, I just can't afford it. Yeah. It, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter for me. That, that that costs money. It doesn't matter if I'm accepted or not. I can't go. And so they get into this this kind of this little fight. And I was like, "Listen, this doesn't matter. What matters is what what just happened to us." You, you know, she she brings up the movie theater again, and then she tells she tells V that when she came back from the movie theater and she went into the bathroom, which we saw last time, but we didn't see what happened in the bathroom. Yeah, we finally see what happens in the bathroom. 
she looks down. She's going. She's on the toilet. She looks down, and her underwear's inside out. Yeah. And so something happened. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and that's why, yeah. That's why she's been so obsessed with this, and why V's just like, I, I don't care. Just let's stop talking about it. Yeah. And, you know, and Elle is just like rampaging over this. She wants to figure this out and find out what the hell happened. So they get in a fight, and she's, you know, uh, V's telling her that that's not true, calling her a fucking liar and everything. And then um, Elle tries to, you know, to just to touch her on the shoulder, and V just pulls away. And then she starts walking off into the woods. And this is where I was like, oh shit, what is going on here? Because you have Elle watching her go into the woods, and the, those two girls that were, you know, playing that patty cake game or whatever and uh singing this creepy song it it's hands with the silhouette of v or actually it's actually l watching her walk away watching v walk away into the woods and it's almost almost exactly like the what what uh l saw in her head yeah in the first issue where you have it's it's almost inverted it's where the hands are going down in her head where they're up on this one but it's like it's the same imagery yeah if you go back to issue one, uh, it's actually page two, where they're trying to remember what happened in the movie theater. And, you know, L has her own memories, V has her own memories, and V, there's these hands that are going down and, you know, touching each other with a silhouette. Yeah. Standing there. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's almost the same thing. A little bit of different of body shape. Yeah. Well, and like the yeah. memory, like when you see it in their heads, it's like almost like an acid trip version like it's yeah. all sort of swirling together and like it, they both have different sort of tones to the way I, I like we talked about it in that uh, episode where it's like one of them almost seems like it's this like like sexual kind of like shape in a way and not in a like mm-hmm. a funny or like perverse way but like i mean legitimately like it almost seems like very sensual like it's like a bunch of like curvy patterns and like you know it has that and the other one is just like well this is what happened and there's like yeah, a lot of things like that, and so you start to yeah, and you start to see <laughs> these sort of details, um, yeah, coming up here from that. Yeah. Like you were, I think you were the one actually that pointed out was like, hey, because I didn't notice it the first time. You were the one that was like, hey, check it out. Like this, this lines up to that second page. I'm like, holy shit! Like they're okay, they're <laughs> kind of giving you it's and like the story is slow, slow moving, but it's I like how they're kind of like slowly revealing like the reasons why it means so much to the one character and maybe why the other character doesn't want to talk about it at all. And again, there's still a bunch of questions, but like, I I don't know. I kind of like the way they're revealing these details, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the way I thought about it is that there is, there's too much going on without anything going on. Yeah. Right. I mean, you you got those guys coming out of the sinkholes, the right. skinless uh, kids' dicks disappearing into sinkholes. Um, you got a, a oh, I forgot to mention that it was that memory that uh, that V had of the chimpanzee carrying around the dead baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, so they had to like, they there's nothing they could do to get this thing, but they had to do something when it started decomposing. So they actually shot it with a tranquilizer to get the dead baby away from the mother. Yeah. So they're like that. There's a little. There's a thing about that. You get the creepy bunnies that are all over the place watching yep. them. You got creepy Josh. Um, those mushrooms and so you have all this stuff going on, but there's really no progress in the actual story. Yeah, it's like so it's, like you, it's like little yeah. breadcrumbs, I guess, of progress. Like the whole thing where it's like my underwear were inside out. Mm-hmm. I, but really, I mean, is that really the only kind of like? 
real progression. I mean, other than I guess you do have. Isn't there a a shot where Josh and his buddies are kind of like kind of mean mugging them or like something yes. weird between them towards the oh. end in that party scene? No, there there is, and it's actually great because they're just like they're over and they're just watching them, and then uh, L takes her knife out and just flicks it open. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because they're like staring him down. Ever the fucking diplomat. Thank God for diplomats. Yeah. <laughs> so the L's like just open that like I ain't scared of you I will freaking cut you yeah yeah which is awesome so there there is that but I mean it's only the second issue and yeah there's so much crazy there's so much crazy shit going on that you know it's all gonna tie together in the end yeah uh, so as long as it comes together in the end it'll be worth it, you know and cause, I mean that's a it's a lot of crazy shit going on yeah I mean it, it's is it's definitely like um, we talked about before like there's so many kind of ways this could go and I, I'm kind of wondering I don't know I mentioned the Silent Hill thing we kind of talked about that um, at least the movie version of Silent Hill uh, in the mm-hmm. last with the last issue and like kind of wondering if it's something like I, I don't know a dimensional thing or if it's like you know if it has anything to do with uh, like the the burning underneath the town if it's like fumes and like people are having hallucinations or it's like you know fucking with their head in some way right some sort of toxic way and people are maybe yeah yeah i don't know um who knows wormhole yeah holes yeah i don't (laughs) know now we have a a vision from the future basically uh with the way this ends and and what we saw in the first issue no idea yeah and what's the actual final like what what is the final page of this like what that that's with um with uh v walking way into the woods okay and watching okay cool. and, then, right. and then she her silhouettes between the hands okay okay that's yeah. right um okay yeah dude i, <laughs> I, it's very... I, I was like so and like you said like I, I mentioned that to you uh when i actually like probably right when i actually read it yeah at that final page because i'm reading and i'm like okay all right and they flip the page i was like wait that that's it and i'm like oh wait i'm looking at it i'm like oh shit that's i where to have where have i seen that before and yeah it just came at it that's where it was from it was in the first <laughs> yeah yep i mean dude we'll see i it's like it's it's not necessarily like wait and see what happens but in a way it kind of is um i guess like any story but it's like you're getting these little like i said breadcrumbs of like questions uh and and new elements and again it's just like what is it all gonna what, what does this all mean like what are these weird creatures these skinless people these rabbits that are following people uh I, like whenever the underwear inside out thing happened it's like okay like they were drugged by josh and then by the end when he's with his pals and i'm like okay well they were drugged by josh and his pals and obviously they did some terrible things but it's like mm-hmm. I, I don't no, like I don't know if it's gonna be as simple as that when you have all these other supernatural things going on around it, or like, well, is well, it part of some shot. bigger ritual, you know, supernatural thing in itself? Like, I fuck, dude, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think Josh is really himself all the time because he looks like most of the time he's just like a, a kid, you know. He's got the curry, you know, talk crackling voice yeah. and stuff, you know. I gotta get back. And, and then yeah. he just snaps. Like he gets this look, and he just says something creepy, yeah. and he's back to normal again. That, yeah, and it, well, actually, and now that you mention that, it's kind of like they go to him comfortably, 
and they're like, hey, Josh, what the hell happened in there? Like, in the first issue, even. Like, yeah. they kind of just nonchalant. They're like, hey, what's going on? But, you know, did anything weird happen? And they're not, they're not, like, weird about talking to him until after he starts being weird after that incident. And so, so then they're, like, not sure about you him. Enjoy the movie. So, yeah. So it's, like, before that, it seemed like they, like, they, they know who he is, obviously. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, there's, there's something weird but again i don't even know and if there's hints that i've missed them and i i'm gonna um I'm gonna, my comic shop does not get um very many copies of these books and um they they sell out i mean usually yeah. so i'm able to get uh, we've talked about the whole pool list. there's confusion there on my and that's why i don't have this issue physically but uh anyway um so if i can get my hands on another copy of this book i will go through it uh again and uh, I guess worst case scenario, I'll just get, I'll download a digital copy. Uh, but yeah, because I'd like to kind of examine it, just refresh it, but especially before the next uh, episode. But uh, well, I think especially since all these pieces are going to come apart in the end, you're going to want to flip back and and see, you know, what, how everything fit together. Right. Yeah. And it might I, even. I think a lot. Of, what's that? This, I don't think this is what I don't think this is one of those things where it's going to like you know you're going to lay all all these things out and it's not going to be all come together in the end it's, this is not uh tom king's batman where you right throw shit out there and it's not <laughs> solved at the end you know yeah this is it this is all very well thought out and you can be connected because it is so weird and it's it's a lot of random stuff yeah i mean and i, I think it's something that's just a, kind of above our heads right now because it's not connecting mm-hmm. and um i could also see it being like a uh, uh how do i say it like a maybe they don't like hold your hand by the end and explain everything, but like all the details yeah. are there to where you can be like, oh, okay, I see how. Sure. Like you might have to go back through the series and like read it again to be like, oh, okay, yeah, this detail, okay, I got it. And like things just match up without it being like having you know to like say it out loud necessarily. But yeah, yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. So okay. So this is written by Carmen Maria, uh. M- Makat, I, I don't remember how we decided to say it, but Makado, uh, Machado, 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 about yeah, did nothing. You ever, did you ever find? Did you ever find out more about about uh, Carmen Maria Machado? Because remember last time you were going to look into her. Oh, uh, kind of got yes. sidetracked. I know I did look her up, and I don't remember what I found. So, oh, okay. I uh, will pull it up right now. Um. Here we. I love the cover. Go. I love the cover though. Yeah, the um. That's a, that's a really good cover. Uh, you, the, you got the uh, the skinless guy on the top, and then like the woods that's kind of almost looks like it's on fire or whatever, and then you have the two of them on the bottom. And uh, I, I again, I love the art style. It maybe the. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The art's amazing. The uh, cover. Maybe it's a variant. The one. It's the one where they're on like the bike with going through the you know, going through the woods and like, there's like the smoke and stuff coming out is the yep. one that, um, I'm seeing here, but uh, what the, you have it on your review, the, uh, the skinless man, but I don't, I don't see the actual full on cover of that, but either way, I mean that even just that little frame is fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, it's great. So I wanted to see uh, what else she had done. I don't see, I don't do the images on it for weird sites, DC.com. Uh, Jim does the images. I okay. just write my review. He tosses them up like the previews that he gets. So, oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, the one with so that might be the var- the one that I have might actually be the variant. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, Mr. Stunis, dude. I don't, okay, I'm not finding what I found before. But I'm not finding her comic book uh, oh, okay. <laughs> career here. It's like she does a lot of writing and stuff, but uh, either way, uh, digging this. Oh, she's from around uh, around Jordan's part of the woods. Uh, from oh, really? DC Comics Quad. Yeah, she's from uh, Allentown. That's actually uh, uh, Jim and Eric's neck of the woods as well. Uh, Allentown. I've played there before. I think the venue is called Crocodile Rock. I think. Oh, really? Uh, interesting place. All I, all I can think of is, is Billy Joel with Allentown. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Let's, uh, let me put that away because we're not doing Daphne Byrne anymore because we already did it. Um, yep. Cool. Let me get more wine. <laughs> oh, get, yeah, get you some wine. Uh, what did you say it was called right. again? It is a Carmenere. Carmenere, that's right. Carmenere. I've got uh, Marquis Casa, Marquis de Casa Concha by Concha e Toro out of Chile. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, Basketball of Heads, number four. Yeah, man. Uh, I Let's see here. We got. I'll go ahead and just do the credits because I opened up right to that page, uh, which their credits page here is always awesome. Like this sort of mm-hmm. graphic that's not, I don't know, it's almost like a logo. It's not even, it's not like a splash from the book necessarily it's just i don't know yeah. i like it um yeah so it's written by joe hill illustrated by leo max one word leo max uh yeah. colored by dave stewart lettered by darren bennett or he's, he's like he's like madonna we just need to know that we need to know. I, I, I guess you're right i mean it's just leo max um and, but like, i would have you would think it would be like Max, like M A X, but it's M A C S. So I don't know. Oh, Leo is probably his first name, and it's probably <laughs> Max something. Yeah. Uh, Max the, or, either way, they're so. clearly a nerd, but uh, yeah. like me. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the covers by uh, Rico Murakami, variant cover by Becky Clunan, who is actually awesome. I follow. Becky Cloonan on Instagram and I can't remember where I came across her it was from some <laughs> cover that she did and I was like dude this art's awesome uh yeah she's great um so okay this issue uh I love the cold open and I like how they do that with this book um so she's laying in bed with uh what is his name uh Liam Liam okay well I wanted to say Keith for some reason. Why do I want to call him Keith? I don't know. know. Uh, Liam. And like, she's like, you know, they're just, she's just having some banter. She's talking to him. Um, And she's like going to kiss him. And she's just trying to talk cute and whatnot. And she goes to kiss him. And he's has the same expression the whole time. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's got this, just this steel like grin on his face. So she goes to do that. And she's all of a sudden just holding his severed head. Um, I was like, and then of course you get that, credits page which again is awesome uh so we go back she's like, yeah she's like you've got you've got that look that you've always had right before you terrible to me yeah like, for you something terrible, terrible to you and scare the shit out of you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so she the next thing we go to is like she's waking up um yeah I, I'm, she was unconscious she was knocked unconscious so that's like a dream yeah and i'm curious about this what what's the significance of this clock? Cause it's like her face and you have the, the, the guy that attacked her that she was riding with in the last issue. 
like he's like, screaming like Jesus Christ, and then it's like her face, and then a panel that just says Brody Island, then her waking up, and then the panel of like that clock that's like all cracked, it's got blood in it, and it's got like, and the hands are actual like hands, like severed looking hands yeah. pointing. I, th- I think the only thing significant significance of this, I think, is that it, this happens in one night, so it's just okay. telling you what time. It is. Yeah, I think, and I just felt that way from like from the first episode when we had that opening, yeah, where she's on bridge, you know, with a basket full of heads, and I it just for some reason it felt like that was at at dawn when the sun was coming up from and everything yeah. before was on the day before. Is it you there right now? Hold on, uh, it, okay, it, it oh. you you cut out there for a sec. So you were saying it it she oh, was there at the, on the bridge at dawn. Wait, no, I'm there. Well, yeah, it just felt that way from the very beginning that this all happens in one night. Yeah. And so it, it's just telling you what time it is. Yeah. And I actually read it wrong. It's actually one, it looks like it's one oh six in the morning. Okay. Awesome. Or, I'm um, sorry, one twelve. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like that clock. I'm like, how do I get that thing? Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So the dude that knocked her out that she was in the car with, um, he's cause She did hit him with the ax in like the shin. Or like on the side of his leg or something like that. And so now, of course, he's like she screaming. Yeah. Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton. She got him That's good. right, Hamilton. Yep. And um, so he kind of comes back and... Yeah, he going- gets, he, yeah, that's actually what wakes her up. He's screaming. Yeah. Because he got her in the leg. And she's like, oh, Christ on a cross. And yeah. He's, like getting, he's getting the tourniquet. He's screaming because he's putting the tourniquet on his leg. Cause he's yeah. He's bleeding everywhere. And then he gets back up and starts going after her again. Yeah, and she finds this, like, kind of broken, like, limb, and she stabs him through, I mean, yeah. what looks like his dick. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, where else was he? Was she stabbing? You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. uh, it's like, it looks like it's coming out behind him. I, I'm just like, dude, what the hell? Where, where, how is she hurting? Because it's like this, he's making this awful sound, as illustrated mm-hmm. by the letters. Um and it's just it's pretty brutal kind of back and forth where she's trying to get the axe and he like grabs her by the hair and she elbows him in the so, fucking nose. And the art th- is so great here. This oh, is dude. like my favorite part of this issue when they're fighting each other. Yeah, so, so good. good. And like and you have- break his nose. Yeah. And I, what I love about it is like when they're going back and forth, it's like the panel where he's like pulling her hair back and she's got the axe. She And then the next panel where she hits him with her elbow and the blood flying. But I love the orange like- flare to it, yeah. it like it's weird man it gives it this it's really smart it gives it this like uh this like kind of tension this action moment tension uh, for some reason yeah. even though it's like you're not seeing the real background it kind of i don't know it's weird it's really cool and effective um she lifts up the axe and you start getting all this like crazy fucking like lightning looking shit hitting it and that uh that tree looking design on it starts turning red again um, and you see that she has chopped off his head and the head's like, oh, you know, don't hurt me. I give up. You win. And you go through the process again, um, except actually before we do that, she is looking at the look body like a, and she looks over at from the ax. Yeah. She looks at the ax and like the, the tree design looking thing is like, it's like got fire coming from it now it's like it's not just glowing. It's like literally got fire looking like it's coming out of it. And she's like, but when what? She- when she lifts it up to keep, to chop his head off, like it's got like those sparks coming off. Of yeah, it. It, it like glows. And yeah, it's like it's killing time. Yeah, it knows it's gonna kill somebody or chop off their head. You know. Yeah, it's, it's killing time right now. I want to know what the yeah. fucking deal with that is. So then she looks at it again, and it's like, 
it's either, I guess the fire maybe is dying down from it, but it, in the panel before it wasn't, it was red, but it wasn't like glowing. So it's almost like it was like firing up for a second. Then she looks again and it's, it's just back to being red. She's like, huh? Um, hmm. So you go through, maybe, maybe it's collecting like their life force or something. Maybe that's his life force going in there and that's why he's still alive or something connected to the axe i don't know it's uh, maybe so it's, like it's going into the axe looks like the blood or something is just going into the axe yeah i mean i i don't know man it's I, awesome. no, <laughs> it's, it's weird a, but it's awesome it, it is it's one of those things where i'm like I, I can't wait to see how they explain this um <laughs> uh mm-hmm. so we go through the process again of like her talking to his head and like the head you know hamilton's head coming to terms with like what happened and like He's a little bit more like mm, schemy. It seems like yeah. a little quicker, a little less like emotional about the whole thing. Although you know he does like at first he's just like screaming, and she finally is like, "Shut up! We fucking shut up! Like just shut up! Yeah. Stop it!" Well, she's she's like, "Oh come on!" Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. been through she's been through this before, and she's like, "Ah, oh, shut up!" And she just makes like, a joke. Oh, she's like, "I don't." And she's up. like, "Okay, that's enough. Don't lose your head." And then she starts yeah. laughing kind of maniacally. And I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see some signs of her cracking here or something. Uh, he's just screaming. He's just screaming and she's laughing. And yeah. she's like, oh, I said, stop it. And yeah. she snaps at him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but, but you know, he's, he's kind of freaks out again, but it's, it's, um, and, but then he starts like cracking jokes and smiling and, and stuff. And it's kind of weird. It, well, he, it's like um, he goes into uh, manipulation mode, you know? Because he starts saying, like, you know, I was fighting for my life. I was just trying to defend myself and uh, talks about how, um, what what's his name? P- he, saw, he saw the head. Puzo. Yeah, P- Puzo, he yeah. Head and he was, so he was trying to defend himself, thinking he was going to get killed. Too. Yeah. And so he, and he basically was like, you know, there's this axe murdering psycho on the loose. Um, so, But he does the thing. He's like, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm a father. I gave you a ride. I was fighting for my life. And so he plays that sort of angle um, sort of the rest of the way. And again, goes back into manipulation. She like gets sick after she puts his head away and she's like goes and throws up while she's doing that, like off on the side of the road. Um, Puzo and Hamilton are, they're like talking. Um, yeah. And he's basically like, <laughs> you know, close your mouth and I'll tell you how we're going to play this. Um, so then she remembers the, like the clippers that yes. supposedly that you know as as far as we know were used to cut off uh, Liam's finger um so she brings it up and he makes an excuse that it's like there was what like a dog or like something caught in the one of his hounds got ha- caught in yeah. barbed wire fence and so he had to like cut like one of his toes off or something or to get it off yeah he had, um, yeah had to cut him out in some way um yeah. and he okay so he keeps like kind of taunting in another way is like you know he's like I swear on it I'll I'll put my hand in the Bible except well I guess you'll have to do that because you know I'm just kind of disconnected from my body yeah um, this, this is where he, he gets really weird because at one point he's like he smiles everybody needs a hobby my wife collects stamps and he gets this grin on his face and it's just really kind of kind of weird and then he goes back into like making jokes here um, yeah so it's almost like I feel like when I was reading like his reactions and what he's saying, I'm thinking like this might be all in her head. That's I mean, pun, kinda... pun intended. Pun intended. Oh, oh. <laughs> this, might be, <laughs> this might be all in in her head. Yeah, um, that's where I kind of was going too, man. 
Like, and, and then he's like, he's saying, uh, what's he say? I still don't know why I'm still talking after what you did to me. I'm sure the Lord didn't leave my tongue working to lie to you. I can only think this miracle has occurred so I can tell I can tell you to seek forgiveness and go to the police and turn yourself in. And then he's, he says to her, she says, no, I didn't I don't want to hurt anyone. I didn't. And he says, you're talking to two, two decapitated heads in a basket. Can't, can't you see that you're the one that needs help? Yeah. As the, his eyes are rolling back into his head. And it's, it's I don't know. Yeah. And, and going further with that scene um, and sticking to the idea of like, pretty much just having two scenes in in the issue mm-hmm. you know uh, which I actually don't I don't mind that um, but staying with this scene she gets in the driver's seat of this truck and this is kind of where I'm like okay what's really going on here because she's like by herself obviously and she's like okay he's bullshitting you trying to mess with your head it's bullshit it's all bullshit and then she like screams and she's like punching the steering wheel and then mm-hmm. and she like, sits quiet for a sec and she's crying um, yeah. and she's like he hit me first I had to fight back I'd already been attacked once I couldn't know you know no one could have I, I was scared I reacted but she's like turning towards as if someone was in the passenger seat and they're not talking to somebody else right <laughs> and then she yeah. looks ahead again and she's like enough that's enough move the tree move the body get going Liam needs you um, so this is another question I have so she takes this axe and she, this axe is meant for cutting flesh, not wood. This is going to be hard. She's going to have a hard time cutting, <laughs> right. cutting that tree. But that also, axe. like, if we're talking about time <laughs> earlier, mm-hmm. like, how long it would take to chop up, especially someone that's not experienced, to chop up a tree and get all the shit out of the way to, like, drive through it. You know, like, that. that's another... I don't know if that's something that they're just, like, trying to, like, skim over and be like, well, who cares? The idea is she, she's able to do it and she does it. Or... Again, if it's some a weird detail on purpose, because it's like no, it's insane to think that she would just take this axe with one hand. Reverse and, those two. Reverse those two frames. She's cut, cutting up the body. Well, if you look at the top of the page, the things that are flying through the air are like wood chips. Mm-hmm. Like some, and then she's dragging the body, and so I'm like, she's using one hand, and I'm like, well, how is this? I don't know. <laughs> I might be thinking yeah. way too much about it, and it's just. It is what it is, but I just feel like that's important. Um, the fact that she's because she even suggested it when they got to the trees, like, oh, we'll just use this axe to chop it up. Well, it's like you don't use an axe to chop through a a, a huge tree. Like it, that's look at, look at her going through that. She did that with that axe, right? I'm like she that even showed the the whole thing. No, she moved all of that. She would be there for yeah. days with one yeah. axe trying to chop a tree. Yeah, no, that's that's where I'm like I feel like that's a detail that's important but maybe not who knows so she anyway she gets through it goes to the police station goes inside uh doesn't doesn't bring the axe and um turns out the chief's son uh hank yeah hank Mm -hmm. clausen um he's there and he is telling her that basically because she's like i thought you were off island with your mom he's like yeah i dropped i dropped her with uh, marcy flanagan and got out of there um, he doesn't like being around emotional scenes. So basically his dad like let him come and kind of hold the fort down at yeah, the... Yeah, well, they're, uh, they're out. They're, I mean, obviously we get that storm, so the cops are out doing their regular job, but also they're trying to find those fugitives. Yeah. Quote, unquote, fugitives. Right. And so he's yeah. holding down the fort at this empty police station, 
And they just kind of chat for a little bit. And she eventually tells him what's been going on and about uh, Liam um, and they how they think that, like, he took the money and they took Liam and all this stuff. And, like, you just see him start, like, digging a bit. Like, oh, well, do you know where he would be hiding things? Do you know... You know, he just asked me all these questions. Like, are you sure he's dead? Uh, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But he's he's clearly digging. Um, yes. And even when she starts talking about the uh, the different, uh, what, the inmates, he's like, wait, she mentions the one that pimped his own daughters. He's like, the who, the what, and all this stuff. Um, so he's like, okay, look. Um, what is he? Okay, he's like, I'm doing a terrible job looking after you. Uh, my dad needs to know all this and you need hot coffee and fresh dud. So he has this duffel bag and he's like, uh, the deputy chief left his soft softball outfit. Uh, you can use one of the cells to change. Uh, they're not pretty, yeah, but they're the private. Yeah. And I'm immediately like, it's a horror movie mode. I'm like, don't do it. Why would you do it? Why would you go in there? Don't go in there. And he's like, the yeah. phones are out, but I might be able to get my dad on the CB. Go ahead and change. Be back in two shakes of dog's tail in June. I know you're going to see Liam again before the night is done. So she changes. She pulls out this shirt, and it's a baseball jersey that says Puzo, number five. And then you have the uh, cell door clanging and being locked shut. And then uh, this motherfucker is like, Puzo, good middle infielder, outrageously dirty cop. Can't say I feel too bad about killing him. Uh, I'd feel so much worse if you have to die, too. That's why you're going to give me what I want. So then you have, coming up in one month, a total hatchet job. So uh, she literally... Did you, see the team? Did you see the team on the uh, jersey? Oh, the Sea Dogs? Sea Dogs, <laughs> which, is the, which is the movie that sure. uh, that Ellen B went to watch. Yeah. And also the story at the end of each one of these issues. Right. The like Story. So, the, yeah. I think it's funny they keep inserting that sort of throughout, which, again, I'm like... Is this going to matter? We're at chapter 10 with this issue of Sea Dogs, and I haven't read one. So, um, <laughs> who knows? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. one of those things you don't, don't read it until the end. Yeah. But I, I was like, when I, I'm reading this, and, the, you know, he's, the deputy left his uh, his duffel bag, and she pulled his shirt out and said, Puzo. I'm like, I freaking knew it. Yeah. I freaking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just... <laughs> I mean, I think it's... I don't know. I, it's like... Yeah, again, part of it, one scene makes me think it's all in her head. The other scene is like, it's all a big conspiracy. But, like, still, what's what's the deal with the acts? What were they all after? Um, you know, I don't know. Like, I have, I just, I don't, I don't know what to make of where it's going to go. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And the art is awesome. But, like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. What, I, I always learn something new from you when we talk about these far as the details go so i what do you, what do you make of all this like what's the what's the fuck is going on i'm i'm right there with you i have no fucking clue <laughs> i don't know because i mean now i because my whole thing was that yeah i mean these are the deputies futures are dead this is all a big setup by the sheriff for whatever reason um and his his wife and her his i don't know if his wife is involved in it um but his his son's definitely involved in it and that the whole I think they killed that guy in the first issue just to get for an excuse to get the wife and son out of the house so they could go so the deputies could go get Liam. Um and they didn't expect her to be a factor in all this with a freaking axe. Yeah. Um, and now she's causing them problems. Um so now we have a verification 
uh, Puso is a deputy. Um, yeah. And, but where does it go from there? Because like I said, I mean, are the heads her imagination? The conspiracy is probably true, you know, but yeah. what's going on with the heads? Right. I don't know. And, and, and why, why are the, is Liam in on this? That's what I was going to, yeah, that was the next thing I was going to say is like, it's he, there is no kidnapping of him. Like he just went with him. Like it was all on purpose and there's something about her that like maybe as yet to be obviously revealed that yeah. they need to take her out and then they for some reason couldn't do it before. I don't know. But um, again, it might tie into like the glowing of the axe of like maybe that axe was a trophy because eh, she's part of a bloodline that like somebody in the town or whoever that maybe the chief Clausen or whatever has like. And again, I'm I'm literally just making oh, this up in my head. He collects, he, he's he like he, Norse trophies. What if she's the Norse? What if she's yeah. the Norse trophy? Right. She. Well, <laughs> yeah. either that or like she's part of the bloodline of people that yeah. could actually use that axe, like kind of like a, I don't know, a Thor kind of thing or something. But like, and yeah. So they're like, okay, we can't just. I don't know. Maybe there's like they have to do it in a certain way, or like they were trying to actually see for sure that she was the one and now they know and so everyone's just fucking gone and now they have to do it the right way and they just trapped her so and she doesn't have the axe you know what I mean like I like it could be something like that um I don't know man <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just glad there's three because uh we, we we saw last time that this one is seven and not six right yeah yeah seven parts so I'm glad there's three issues left to get that worked out instead of just two yeah um, for sure I mean that's left to figure out I, I like it like you said I love the art art is awesome in this yeah. uh, it, this was a faster read than the other three yeah um, and it, it, the thing I love about this it, it keeps you invested in the characters in the story like I, I'm I'm loving it we have no idea what the freaking hell is going on you kind of get a little bit frustrated <laughs> but it keeps you in there like yeah. you know like I cannot wait till the next one comes out yeah I mean they definitely do a good job of making you like question what's going on with this girl but also like you're on her side like you're yeah. you're still rooting for her even though she might she could very very well be the villain you know like yeah. <laughs> she could very well be like uh, we will find out that she, you know not only is it like she's part of some kind of bloodline or something or anything but like she actually uh is like this crazy murderous you know psychopath and we just didn't they're trying, know that they're before. trying to stop her they're the good guys trying to stop her from, right uh, from doing whatever yeah. yeah it's like the town standing up against the uh the bad guy coming in but you just see it from the yeah. other perspective uh i don't know who knows man but either way i mean this is I, i'm loving the story um mm-hmm. and i love the way it's, I think it's being pushed I out think, yeah, from from what we just saw i think the pace is gonna pick up obviously with only three issues left yeah and the way this ends i think the pace is gonna pick up and i think at the end i it, this is gonna be a great trade i think so I, too I man this. yeah I, and, I, and of course, when, when you read it all the way through, instead of have a wait a month, I think it's going to be even better when you just read the whole thing together. Yeah. Is there like a, um, it's a weird question, but like, is there a, what's the best way to word this? Like in your mind, is there a way that this plays out that like is just very disappointing? Like what, what would that be to you? Hmm. Like in in, in a manner of being like okay well actually if they do this this and this that's gonna kind of suck like you know <laughs> I don't know how to be more direct I guess for example like in my mind I could <laughs> I, like and I, again I don't want to put this on Joe Hill because this is just how like I guess I'm just used to things like this happening 
mainly at DC, but not only at DC. Um, you know, now she's trapped in this jail cell. So we spend the next two issues with her just explaining everything, you know, and being like, actually, I am part of a bloodline of Greek gods that can access this axe and we keep the heads as so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that would be, I think, really disappointing for me because then it's like, well, all right. So, okay. So why are the, now are there three issues? Not that I, not that I have any reason to think that Joe Hill would do that. I'm just jaded. I'm fucking jaded <laughs> from books. And like, that's my like pessimistic side being like, oh, just please don't do this. Please be interesting. Yeah, exactly. No, I ha- I haven't I haven't even thought of that. Really. I've just kind of been taking it issue by issue. Cool. Um, but uh, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure because especially since we saw. I mean, almost. I'm not sure when that first part was when, you know, she's walking on the bridge with those heads in a basket. Um, but uh, it was it wasn't I, it uh, Chief Clausen that actually pulls up to her. That's my theory. That's who I think it is that, that we don't know yet, but that, that's who I think it is. Yeah, He's pulling up, pulling up. There. It makes um, me think that might be like near the end, like yeah, it's, yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't really thought about how the different scenarios and how this could end could suck at the end. There's, I'm sure there's plenty of ways. Yeah, there's always ways. We think so. Oh yeah, for um, sure. But it, I mean, I think I'll be happy if they just like if they just tell you, you know, it, and this doesn't have so many details like. Uh, Lolo Woods has, um, or even really the Dollhouse family. Like this is pretty much you, you have uh, the axe and like the girl like, as one sort of part of the story. That's like okay, what's going on with all this? And then yeah. you have you have There's basically two two mysteries here. Yeah, like what? Okay, and There's so what's two. going on with this this town? There's clearly a, a, a conspiracy going on here, um, mm-hmm. as far as we you can see. Axe. Yeah, you get the axe, and then what's going on with you know with um, with the town? Right? Yeah, and that, that's basically it. Yeah. That's it. Like you don't have you know uh, a big giant man deer, and then yeah. <laughs> dudes around and rabbits and and all that stuff. It's it's pretty straightforward, uh, but it's still a mystery. You still don't know. Yeah, what the hell is going on? And and one thing too, that basket is pretty full with two heads in it. Um, so that's one thing that I could say would be appointment if basket full of heads is only two heads yeah yeah i mean for sure i mean that would be kind of weird like um i I think hank might be about to join them i would that basket is pretty full yeah i would think um i don't know i feel like everyone that she has come across so far which is obviously just uh two two people that she's actually confronted um have ended up in the basket but she had the dream about Liam so I'm wondering I can't help but wonder like is that foreshadowing or like I don't know a vision you know but yeah something that is going to end up happening with him that's like I mean again if he's in on it hey maybe that's the fucking opening scene when she when she I guess maybe if it it is if it is Clausen on the bridge and like that actually is like the end of the book as well like in like you know that movie kind of way of like, oh, we come back around to that, and now it's like, now she's off. She takes Clausen's head last or something. Yeah. But like, you know, Leading into the climax. maybe that's like the end. She's taken Liam's head, and like, because of what he did, and then like, that's kind of where, maybe that is the, the end of the book or something like that, where you have Clausen pulling up, and like, hey, what's going on? 
but that would be like, I guess if that was, if it played out like that, it's kind of like, well, how involved was he? Because wouldn't he, I don't know, you'd, th- you'd think he'd be closer to the whole situation than that. And, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? All you, speculation, you know of course. I would, what I would love to see, though, is at the end that Puzo actually helps her. I think that would be awesome. If, yeah. Like, if there's something, something goes down and he's the reason why she gets out. Like, know, yeah. kind of the first three issues, they were kind of close. So like, they, they went through this thing together, you know, or the, actually the, you know, two and three with, with what happened between the two of them and everything. Um, I think it would actually be kind of cool that it, in the end, he actually helps. Yeah. I mean, I, he doesn't really talk hardly at all in this issue. Like, yeah. um, except He's for that. Dead, remember? Yeah. That one scene, I think that one scene, he says something about like, yeah, you'd call the police, wouldn't you? You'd take us to the cops, wouldn't you, Junie, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I could totally see like something playing out, like they're like they knew he was going to be taken out, and, like they're talking about it, you know, like he was sent to be the fall guy. That they knew that like if she was oh, this yeah. person or something, she would like well for sure he's going to die, so we'll send him in first, kind of thing. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. And then him turning, being like, "You sons of bitches!" All right, all right, let's go, girl. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what yeah. to do. Um, you left me there to die. Right. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. either way, I'm loving it, dude. I, I really am enjoying it. Uh, very cool. And um, I don't know. It's gonna be weird to see how these end and like really where this sort of like uh, this this banner, this Hill House Comics goes. You know, does it end with like these several books, or do they go on hiatus, or like what happens? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I- Obviously, I mean, I think it depends on how successful they are. Yeah. I mean, if, they've, if they've been doing good, they might want to do a round two. Yeah. Or like... I hope they do. Yeah, whichever stories maybe sell the best, they do a round two. I don't, who knows? I, or they expand on it and just do more new things instead of like sequels Definitely, or whatever. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, yeah. Lord knows we have enough sequels and, and remakes and shit, so... Uh, but yeah, dude, I, uh, awesome. Well, uh, before we close it out... Um, where can uh, where can all the fine folks uh, find you? Well, I am a wine blogger. I have a wine blog, thestalker.net. That is S-T-A-L-K-E-R, that kind of stalking, um, which is also on like Twitter and Instagram. It's at the wine stalker. Um, and also I write comic reviews for weirdsciencedc.com. I do all of the Hill House comics, um, and I do detective comics and uh Justice League Odyssey, and then every once in a while I'll do a retro review. Again, I kind of have to back off on that right now, but yeah. uh, but uh, I, I love doing the retro reviews though. But yeah, so and obviously you know Weird Science DC is I believe that's the Twitter Weird Science DC, or it might be Weird Science DC Comics. I can't remember, but um, but yeah, that's that's where you can find find me. I actually don't run the, that the Twitter on there, but that's where you can find that website on there for for their content. So, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, you. You're right. It's Weird Science DC on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. For, for myself, though, for outside of my one stuff, it's Joey Casco, J-O-E-Y-C-A-S-C-O. That's where you find everything else outside of what I do for wine. So. Oh, yeah, man. Well, dude, it's been a blast. And uh, yeah. I think we, we kind of landed on we'll do um, at the minimal like two issues per episode. So it'll be whatever that schedule ends up being to get a yeah. couple of uh, issues in one episode and, as opposed to just doing each one. Uh, so I don't know what the schedule even is. Um, <laughs> I just, I just had it up with a, you know, we were just saying nothing. Up and 
I just had that up for what the other ones are going to be, and it totally. I think this happened last time too, where I was trying to look something up and I couldn't. Find it. But yeah, it, it's um, it's two, and not little little woods. It would be Dollhouse four, right? Dollhouse number four and Daphne Burn number two. Uh, I believe it was what it would be. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, yeah, because there's only the what the the th- four t- four times. Four titles? Three titles. Um, yeah, yep. That would be it. Yeah, because then there's cool. the other one about the boat. doesn't come out until next month. Oh, that's right. I was going to say, wasn't there a fourth one that I just am never going to remember? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this... Uh, we'll be getting the review copy. Actually, we should already have the review copies. Um, let's see. Of I meant to look at next week. Um, wait, what? Oh, never mind. Oh, actually, okay, there, there's not anything next week but I mean whatever who knows whenever they come out I guess it'll be a couple weeks before we get one uh so who knows but um there's actually uh, nothing next week for Hell House yeah then February 5th there is Daphne Burr number two and then the week of February 12th release there is Dollhouse Family number four. Oh, okay cool so yeah gotcha awesome um yeah, so the two and then the, then following week there's Plunge number one and Lolo Woods number Cool. That is February nineteenth. Awesome, man. Um, have you been reading uh, "Something Is Killing the Children" from Boom Studios? I haven't. However, I am going to when that comes out as a trade. I'm going to uh, awesome because I heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, I really enjoy it, man. Um, it's the the fifth issue comes out uh, next week, and I'm assuming they would only have one more for a trade if yep. they do like the the standard trade paperback thing um but yeah i'm digging it man it's cool seeing um james tinyan doing like uh i don't know a smaller story with like fewer characters you know it's just you don't really see him do non-team books very often until obviously he's doing the batman book now um which i you know may not be the best book ever but like is such a breath of fresh air <laughs> after the tom king run like just to have a book that's Okay, tells a cohesive piece of a story each issue. Imagine that. And characters yeah, yeah. speak, you know, and they talk. And uh, Batman yeah. talks and does detective work as opposed to just yeah. saying, uh, yes, cat, meow. Like, God, so fucking old. Anyway, we're out of that phase. I'm just still bitter. Um, anyway, all right, dude. Well, we can, uh, we can, we can sign off here. Thanks for coming on again. And I guess it'll be a couple weeks before we, uh, do this again but uh hopefully uh, no audio problems next time that's should be plenty of time to figure all this shit out but knowing me i will get completely distracted by something else but um anyway man it's been a blast and uh don't hang up just yet i'm just gonna end the recording so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna blast some huey lewis yeah Again, thank you all so much for listening and tuning in. And next time we will be talking about issue number 21 of Chamber of Chills. I need to get that guy that does the fast talking thing at the end of commercials where it's or at the end of like medicine commercials where it's like you're probably going to die from this medication if you take it. Go ask your doctor, but you know you're going to die if you take this you know, most likely. Here are the symptoms and side effects you're going to take that are much worse than what you did take. Except he says it like four times faster than that. Um, I need to put that on there, but except be like the book could possibly change depending on if I find something cooler.
in, you know, the same realm of old books. But that's the one I've got out right now that I uh, flipped back through again and was like, yeah, this is the one. Uh, it's it's uh, it's fun and it's just a different kind of I, I don't we haven't covered a chamber of chills yet. I was like, yeah, I need to get into that. So uh, talk some history on that. So thanks again for tuning in. If you want to get in touch, if you want to be on the show as far as show mail goes or if you want to send in a recording uh, again, I always say I'm taking uh, show mail. I'm taking your horror stories. Uh, I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of creators uh, writers and artists who have actually sent in um, review copies for their books. And um, I swear I am going to get to them. I have them in their own designated place. It's just been, obviously, it's just it's been a lot easier because I get review copies for these for the other podcast. And so um, it's been a lot easier to have the schedule of these newer books, uh, which is why it's been more often um, but the, uh, you know, I, I'm not, uh, abandoning those books and just because I haven't done it yet doesn't mean I don't like them. In fact, I, I mean, I like everything that I've gotten so far. It's just, uh, scheduling is crazy, especially for some folks that want to do an interview. That's where it gets really crazy to, uh, as far as my scheduling. And I hate to say that it sucks cause I want to do it and I will, uh, it just is, I think going to take some time, but I'll at least go, you know, review the books on the show, here coming up. Um, believe it or not, I'm still getting settled. Like it, it's insane. We're still getting settled um, into this new house and into moving in and updating the 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 old house, and then we're gonna relist that. So it's just this whole thing. I'm, I'm my schedule isn't as free as it used to be. Um, so thank you all so much for hanging in there and being patient. But we're gonna get back to old books uh, intertwined with some of the newer stuff and. Uh, I uh, hope you enjoy it. So thanks again if you want to get in touch. Like I said, email address is horrorcomicspodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at horrorcomicspod. My personal Twitter is at RevRim, R-E-V-R-I-M. And uh, if you want to get into the more DC Comics-centric superhero side of things, I do the DC Comics Squadcast with my buddy Jordan. Uh, and that's... But yeah, just DC Comics Quadcast and wherever you find podcasts. But thank you all for being here. And until next time, keep reading those horror comics. <laughs>